Welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. Today we've got an elk rut report from good friend Daniel Franco of Burnt Timber Outfitters out of Heber, Arizona. Daniel, how you doing? Good. How you doing, Jay? Good. I wanted to uh, get your take. Uh, it's uh, Monday before the, the rut archery hunt starts there in Unit 3C and Unit 1, well, all across the state of Arizona, but uh, I know you're hot and heavy in, in 1, 3C, and, and Unit 23. I uh, wanted to get your take on, uh, first, what the country looks like, uh, how we fared after the monsoon, uh, and kind of the conditions, and then I want to get into what you're noticing as far as elk behavior and, and what they're doing. You know, our monsoon started off really good. Um, we, had, uh, we had some really good storms. They were fairly isolated, so some areas definitely got hit more than others. But overall, I would say uh, our monsoon started out good. We got really good moisture there, you know, starting the, the first to middle of July. Unfortunately, it, it kind of dried up on us. Uh, we, had a, we had a couple of weeks there that were pretty hot and dry. Uh, didn't get a lot of rain, got some, you know, little sprinkles here and there, but nothing, uh, nothing substantial. Right now, the, the feed looks really good. Um, uh, the grass looks good. We've got uh, a, a good acorn crop this year. So as far as feed is concerned, uh, the feed looks really good. Um, it is a little dry. It's, it's, uh, the vegetation, the ground is definitely dry right now. Um, makes it you know, a little difficult to get in uh, close to, to game because it's a little crunchy right now. Um, we've had a couple of little rains uh, kind of hit and miss here and there since then, but uh, I, I would say for the most part, uh, as far as the feed concern, uh, is concerned, we're good on feed. I haven't seen a dry tank yet. All the tanks have water. Um, so, I mean, I think, I think rolling into the season, I think we're pretty good. Daniel, would you rather have it exactly how how it is right now, a little bit dry going into the you know going into the opener, uh, or would you prefer it to be raining every single day and really wet as far as you know one stocking in on stuff and two you know behavior for the elk and then maybe three if it is dry like it is, do you see guys being able to sit some water and having better success than if it was you know really really wet? You know, I would prefer, I kind of like these conditions. Um, I wish we did have a little more precipitation, a little more moisture, um, just because it, it does make it easier to, you know, to stalk in on bulls, get in on bulls, get in, you know, in and out quiet. Um, <clears throat> as far as sitting water, you know, the units that we hunt, um, it's not real, um, they're not your typical units, Um to, to sit water in there's there's a lot of stock tanks um there there's some live water there's some uh seats um different things so uh typically water you know sitting water unless you've got um you know kind of an isolated area where you have limited water um it doesn't tend to be overly effective um in the units that we hunt so i i would rather see it um, similar to this, maybe a, a little wetter than this, um, but definitely a little more ground moisture to make it, you know, quieter for walking in the woods, getting around, getting in on bulls, uh, that sort of thing. How, how does this year compare to last year as far as conditions of, of grass and, and what have you? 
Uh, I would say as far as the feed, uh, it, it's about the same. I, I would say it's uh, very, very similar to last year. We did have more uh, rains and, and kind of a better monsoon last year. So, you know, all, all in all, I would say it's it's pretty much about a wash, you know, compared to last year's um, feed and, uh, and precipitation and whatnot. What are you seeing as far as antler growth, um, you know, maybe comparing this year to last year and or uh, this year compared to other years, uh, you know, average, below average, above average, you know, where do you think we stand going into this season? Uh, based off of what I've seen so far, um, I don't think we have any drought um, issues in antler growth that I've seen. I haven't seen anything real big yet, so you know that that's kind of hard to tell. Or or any bulls that I know um, are carryover bulls from last year that we knew about. Um, so that's you know that's kind of the the telltale sign. Um, I have seen some bulls in, in some of the other units that uh, are a lot more um, arid, a lot drier. Um, where if you're going to see uh, any effects from drought in antler growth, it would have been on these elk and in these areas. Um, and based off of what I've seen, they, they look pretty good. I mean, I've seen, um, they seem to be fully grown out. They seem to have, you know, good time length. It doesn't seem like they're, they're petering in the back end. Um, they seem to seem to have sustained it all the way through and, and looks like we're, we're right on track as far as antler growth. Good. We're sitting here having our conversation on the 11th of September um, obviously a very historical and memorial date for all Americans, um, but it also, for me, kind of kicks off like when, you know, around the 10th, 11th, somewhere in there, it's almost like when the elk, you know, really realize what, you know, they, they start getting after it. What are you seeing as far as rutting activity uh, for the bulls and the cows? How much vocalization, like what's going on out there? far as the cow uh, cows are concerned um, they've been pretty vocal here for about the last couple of weeks um, you can you know almost every morning get out and hear hear cows making quite a bit of noise uh, quite a bit of cow talk um, the bulls uh, it, it's kind of interesting they, they they did kind of start out pretty slow um, I did hit a, a pretty good pocket of last week where um, shoot a group of, of, of 20 bulls came into uh, an area where there were 250 to 300 uh, head of cows and calves, kind of a, a big uh, nursery herd. And, uh, boy, they started tearing it up. They were they were bugling really good. Uh, they were going until 8.30 in the morning, uh, kind of, you know, more typical uh, to what you would see a lot later, you know, towards the middle of September, not the, not the very first week of September, but... Uh, yeah, this morning they were a little more. You could tell it was a little bit early. Their, their bulls are talking. Um, they're not tearing it up. They're not ripping it up. They're they're they are with cows, but they're not really pushing the cows and tending the cows. It's more of a um, you know they know it's getting close. They're 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 hanging out with the cows. Uh, they're kind of answering the other bulls that are that are in the area and bugling and, and just talking to each other, raking a tree here and there. Um, I think as far as uh, the rut and the schedule, I think we're right about on. Um, it, it seems to me like here within about the next week, it's it's going to, you know, be gangbusters and they're going to be, you know, doing doing what they're supposed to for us. So, 
Good. What are your predictions going into this season for the country that you, you hunt around that, that Heber area as far as, um, you know, everything that you've seen going on with rut behavior, with the conditions, with antler growth, um, timing of the season dates, um, what's your outlook? Uh, you know, I'm pretty optimistic this year, um, you know, mainly because of, you know, the things that you just named off, the moisture, um, the feed that's out there, um, uh, the, the archery uh, hunt got moved back a week later based on the, on the calendar. Um, the, uh, the moon, we're going to have the dark of the moon during the archery hunt. Um, so for all of those reasons, um, as well as we, we do have a couple of carryover bulls from last year um, that we didn't kill, um, that we know made it through the season. Um, we're pretty excited to, to try to get out and find them, get them located. And uh, and you know see what they what they did this year and and uh, try to get them on the ground. So awesome! What advice do you have for people that are listening? That maybe um, maybe this is your their first um, archery elk season, or you know maybe they maybe just general advice for guys out there that are going to do it on their own um, in some of that country that you hunt. You know, is there any bit of last minute um, tips that you would give them? Not, not really. Just enjoy it. I mean, this is, uh, you know, fall is it, the, two of my favorite things to do in the fall are, are you know, hunt elk and 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 uh, NFL football. So I was going to say know, you can't. <laughs> you're not going to say like deer hunting or something like that. It's going to be fantasy football for you. It's going to be it's going to be fantasy football and elk hunting. You know, so it's just a great time of year. Uh, it's a great time to be out in the woods. It's not too hot, not too cold. You know, the bulls are bugling. You know, have fun. Get out and have fun. Um, you know, get your get your feet on the ground out in the woods and, and uh, you know, go look at bulls. Um, you know, one thing that we try to do, and I wish more people would do it. Um, in fact, uh, last week I happened to run into uh, to another outfitter. We were, we were kind of in the same area, you know, looking at the same bulls. And uh, I didn't know he was there. He didn't know I was there. And we had kind of... Uh, kind of been going up through these bulls and looking at different bulls most of the morning and, and finally at eight o'clock we ran into each other and uh you know we got to talking and and both made the comment that man hey good job for not getting in here and just blowing all these elk out you know get in here get the wind right just work in slow watch for cows you know move in look at a bull if it's a bull you want to you know kill or you know go after then then do it if not then back out let him move off and go look at the next one you know, when you when you walk into an area and you blow elk out, it it it's a it's a lose lose for everybody. So, um, but That's you know, stuff. have fun. Yeah, get out good there, stuff. have fun, and chase elk. So, it's that time of year. Right on, buddy. Well, I appreciate your time. Appreciate you giving us the insight there. And um, I'm sure you're looking forward to the archery season starting on Friday, and um, then the early rifle season to follow that up. We are. We are. It's going to be good. So I can't Sounds believe good. you're going to well, miss it. <laughs> <laughs> the elk have been bugling for a week up here in Wyoming pretty good um, behind the place where I'm staying. And um, actually one was in the yard uh, not last night but the night before, and um, it's been kind of cool. And I'm going to be actually heading up to Montana and hearing a few elk bugle here uh, next week. Yes. So. 
Um, yes, Star, is. I know, is excited. Uh, his tag starts on Friday as well, and mm -hmm. he's got uh, high hopes and going to put a bunch of time in. So I uh, look forward to seeing uh, what you guys bring down. want to make sure the listeners know uh, BurntTimberOutfitters.com. Uh, you can follow Daniel, what is it, uh, BTO Daniel, what is it, on Instagram? Uh, Franco underscore BTO on Instagram as well as Franco underscore on Instagram. Yep. Okay, or Burnt Timber Outfitters. Uh, and uh, Daniel, thanks for your time. Uh, get after them and look forward to seeing the pictures. You bet. Good talk to you, Jake. All right, All right buddy. Take care.